All right, everyone, welcome back to episode number 171 of Stream of Thought. I'm here with Victor, and we talk about the election. Yes, we spend some time processing the experiences that we had. Victor has a unique experience living in LA and what that was like on Santa Monica Boulevard, the fireworks going off, all that, the emotions that both of us experienced, and what is going on moving forward we we don't know life is an uncertain journey but my goodness there is a element of joy and happiness even if we don't talk about politics very often today it's a, it's appropriate to do so so here we are yes here we are and i'm telling ricks about the uh, malfunction that my computer has been suffering lately guys it's getting old and I think it's coming to an end, but that's what happens when you have a late 2008 MacBook, 12 years. But uh, we talk a little bit also about Rick's traveling to New Jersey for the wedding he's got coming up. I tell him, don't do it, bro. Don't drive. Go through the airport. And he tells me a little bit about his concerns. So with that being said, episode number 171 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. It was seriously taking forever for these files to open up. Like my computer. Okay, so first of all, I go to the top left corner of my screen. You know what I'm saying? And I hit the Apple, and one of the options is to you know shut down, restart, sleep. And so I click restart, and it doesn't do anything. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I click restart. And, like, usually it powers down and it, like, doesn't do anything. I'm like, well, what the fuck? So then I hit shut down. I had to shut down the computer, which it was. And then, like, five seconds later, there was, like, a delay. And then it was like, oh, restarting. Oh, shutting down. It's like, well, what the fuck? Anyway, comes back on. Comes back on, right? And the first thing I'm trying to do is open up GarageBand. And I go to the GarageBand files, and I click the Stream of Thought folder. And you know how when you open the folder, the arrow goes down, and then it lists all the files in the folder? So yeah. then the arrow would go down, but there wouldn't be any files. It's like, well, I know there's fucking, like, almost 200 files in this folder. So, like, what, what, where is it? And so I was like, okay, well, that's not working. So let me – if I click the GarageBand icon, usually if you hit the icon on the desktop, it'll just open up the last file that was opened or it'll open up and then or it'll ask you like to select of the last five files that have been opened which one do you want to select and then you know so anyway it came back on but i'm looking at the clock and i'm like motherfucker I, i'm like nine minutes late then it's like making this a 20 minute thing now it's nearly 30 minutes and then it's like I, that's when i texted you i was like dude we can just do this later and then right at that as that happened is when finally the zoom window is like launching because i've been i'm just like i'm clicking zoom it's not opening up it's then it opens but it's not connecting and so i told zach zeidman i saw him on oh my Friday god night, zach zeidman, and i told god. him i told him uh because he showed me his setup which is sick it's so awesome and I told him about my computer, and he his he couldn't believe it. He was like, "What? Like he you you have a, a, a Apple a MacBook late two thousand and eight? And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, this motherfucker's twelve years old." Bro, I mean, with my zombie computer, the fact when uh, despite the fact that everything had broken, I still 
attached things to it to make it work. But dude, I mean, the the lag time and the wait for things to boot up, oh, it was infuriating. It was the most frustrating thing. And I think to myself, well, why, why didn't I just get a new computer? Because well, I'm a cheap ass, so... But yes, you were you were about to op- <laughs> open with something. So let's let's go with that. Let's see what happens. Uh, I was on Santa Monica Boulevard yesterday, dude. Everyone is so fucking happy, <laughs> dude. Everyone's like dancing and partying in the streets and like honking their horn. And Santa Monica Boulevard is all backed up from like Doheny to La Brea, and it's just one giant party, and everyone is just so happy. <laughs> Dude, I have seen, I have seen the videos. I was doing DoorDash that morning when I found out that Biden was the projected uh, president-elect. And I, because I'm sitting on my computer, because I checked that morning, right? I checked, I'm up at like 8.30, like that morning. And nothing changed from the night before. You know, I checked, because you're, you're fucking, you got so much anxiety. And... I'm just like, whatever. I check it when I wake up. I check it when I go to bed, and maybe I'll check it in the bill of the day. That's all I'm doing, like three times max. Anyway, then I don't see anything. Then I'm back on my computer, and I hear the people screaming and cheering and someone banging a fucking wooden spoon against their you know, pots and pans and people going nuts. And I knew immediately. I was like, oh, shit, Biden just won the election. Ba, 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 ba. Hop online. It's like, holy shit. This is it. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, so, I mean, as a political junkie, loving that stuff, uh, basically for the past, what, four or five, uh, the entire week, the entire election week, I had, uh, the CNN live feed open, and they, they did the thing where they make it free to everyone, uh, you don't have to have, like, a subscription, so I was, I was literally just watching it, and as I'm getting ready on, uh, Saturday, around, it was, what, around, ele- I think it was a l- little past 10 o'clock central time um, that the call came in. It was like 10.02 or something. I'm getting ready to go take a shower, and then suddenly, breaking news, Wolf Blitzer comes on to the screen. We have an announcement to make. And I said, oh, fuck. So I watched it in real time when the, the, co- the oh, call nice. was made, that, that very moment. So, yeah, it was, but to see, bro, we had, I mean, I was expecting, because I know a lot of people were talking about, like, horns honking and and, uh, fireworks and stuff like that. That didn't happen until, in the burbs of Chicago anyway, until the evening, and at that point, it was like the 4th of July, just firework, 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 like, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't super long yeah. or whatever, but uh, you could you could tell. Dude, we had fireworks here too. People were watching fireworks. I because I was riding my bike through it when it was when it when people started going out in the street. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy that I can like be out here and I'm on my bike and I'm not in traffic. Oh God, that would have been but, that would have been terrifying. But there was at La Brea and Santa Monica, I think. I think when I was on my bike, there like traffic is blocked and like the lights green but the cars can't move because there's people in the crosswalk and a guy's just standing in the middle like with his hands out to anyone who would give him a high five as the cars drive by and then and then uh yeah right and then but no one was angry no one was pissed no one was like honking on the horn to get the fuck out of the way because the light was green people didn't give a shit and everyone was just honking and Dude, that, like, that is the thing that probably surprised me the most about this, is that there was nothing but love. Like, in all the stuff that I saw from around the country, 
I mean, there was nothing but, like, good vibes going on. There was no, there was just, yeah, I don't know. And then, and then I see, because uh, I check in on the, on the live stream every once in a while on YouTube on one of the networks. And then every once in a while, you see, you, uh, you see all the news, happy news, right? You don't see that ever. Happy, joyful news, everyone's smiling, everyone's just like, hell yeah. And then every once in a while, they'll show... And here are some Trump supporters. We are not, you know, we will not admit defeat until every ba- f- fraud. And it's like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, you just fu- just deal with it. You lost. Oh, man. But you fucking, like, you, you lost. You know what? Lose the, graciously. The, the fear that I had was that violence would ensue. But I feel like because we had those three or four days of slowly coming to the realization that Biden was going to be president, right. it simmered tensions as opposed to calling it like election night where, yeah, I think there would have been blood in the streets. But uh, the <laughs> fact that it happened on midday on a Saturday when everyone had been anticipating that I, for like 24 hours. I was right. I, I was not expecting that. I thought this was going to take. I thought it wouldn't be until Sunday night, Monday morning that uh, something actually happened. Yeah. But yeah, that was, Oh, that it was it was wild. I mean, I and I think for me, uh, just thinking about everything that's happened. Obviously, I mentioned uh, last time we talked that I didn't really sleep too much for the following nights, and no one really did uh, on on either side. And I knew that I didn't know why. I was like, that's very irresponsible of him to like. What happened? Was he drinking? And then, but the fact that it was, I then I was thinking like, it's because of the news. And then you were like, yep. It's the news. I couldn't just toss and turn and just. Nope. Yeah, I've I've had some I've had some fucking weird ass dreams the last three nights or something like that. It it was yeah. So is um real quick I want to ask you because uh is every four years is every four years for you like Christmas almost? Yes. Because you like politics. <laughs> you know it, it's so fascinating. I mean I and yeah I don't know I mean I I like I like the game um. I know that it's more important than that, but for me, I as somebody who's not in politics right now, I do kind of view it as like a spectator sport. It's like watching watching the Bears lose. It is, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's they, yeah. If you think about it like that, it can be. A they've made sport. they've made it a spectacle. The news media has uh, built it up to this this thing where, yeah, we all we all have our eyes glued. Dude, I want to make a prediction. Oh, geez. Right. All right. I, and this is and this is just what I think is going to happen. This has nothing to do with like what I would want to happen. But no, it would be cool to happen. I don't know for sure. But what I'm trying to say is that there's no political opinion behind this. This is just a prediction, dude. I bet Biden gets reelected, and then after that, for the presidential uh, race, it'll be. Uh, Vice President Harris, Kamala Harris for presidency against someone else. I bet she'll run. I bet she will be the. I for sure. I think definitely Biden will be president for eight years. After that, Kamala Harris will be up, and she'll be elected or she'll be, run for the Democratic Party for president. And then she will be. That's a president. bold prediction. And then that for that'll be and that'll be eight years. She will definitely fucking have eight years. And then we'll. See so you don't. At. You I don't think then, because this is kind of what I'm thinking, is that Biden becomes what too old, and he can only serve one term, and so it becomes Kamala after four. I I don't I can't see Biden being what he's um seventy eight right now, so he'd be 
86 at the end of his second term. That's that's pushing it. But you know what though, uh, I I wondered though if like with age you just be, you can become super chill and handle anything because you're just like older and like you so there's some stuff you don't stress out about. You know how like right yeah you know what I'm saying yeah yeah. Like I can imagine someone I can imagine someone who is in their 40s or 50s have a more stressful time being president than someone who's in their like 70s or 80s because at that age you just have so much life experience you're just like super chill about everything like you're not going to get and, that's and what Biden I imagine was... you, like if you found if you found your flow in life at by that age you're not going to let shit stress you out or bother you and the fact whatever. that Biden was VP and played a instrumental role in like foreign rela- like he know he knows what the executive office is like right. so i'm sure that his stress level i mean it's gonna be super high because we still have covid that he's gonna take seriously which i'm so excited for i'm so excited yeah, to have somebody sure. who actually is gonna take this seriously and you know try and try and find a way to get us out of this but yeah i you know i i felt so much um emotion just watching people how happy people were and i don't know did you see his acceptance speech at all I didn't. I did not. That see was powerful. I mean, it was it was one of those one of those things where, and I I believe him too. He's been a politician for forty something years, um, and he's talking about you know bringing people together and listening to old voices. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a really. He seemed more alive during that uh, <laughs> during that acceptance speech or the the victory speech than I think I've seen throughout the entire campaign. Like, that is the Joe Biden that when I met him back at Drake University in, what was it? It was 2006? 2000, 2009? Uh, no, it was oh, before. before the and so election. Biden had made, uh, one of his first stops in Iowa was to Drake University, which is where I met him. It was a very small, it was a relatively small gathering. I think there maybe was 50 people there, showed up late, shook his hand, and... Uh, I was going to say, you got to shake his hand and say hello. I did, right? and he actually, you know what he, what he said to me? He said, oh, what's your name? I said, it's Rick's, Rick's with an X. He's like, oh, that's a very interesting name. Like... Ricks, yeah, yes. that was that was a fun that was a fun little little experience. That it's like, fun man, moment. I could have never thought nice. over a decade later that the person who I shook the hand of would be now the, be the leader of the free world. Become man, oh man, yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's kind of scary though, and this is something that's kind of in the back of my mind, kind of tempering my personal emotional stuff, is that like Fox News, conservative media. A lot of a lot of Republicans are saying we aren't going to accept this. Like, obviously there's fraud, so it's not legitimate. It's like, oh, that's such a shame. Wait, a lot of what were you just mentioning? A Re- lot of Re- Republican, Republican leaders um, and stuff are saying something to the extent of um, there's voter fraud occurring and the election can't be of trusted course. and stuff like that. It's like. That's such a shame for democracy. I mean, that's not what Hillary Clinton did when she lost four years ago. Why is it? Why is it happening again? I mean, I don't. Is it yeah. the? What would I keep thinking? What would their reaction be if they were the, if they were the projected winner? Bro, what would their reaction be? I think we won. You did it. Na 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 na. That's what the reaction. That's would what be. they did after 2016. I mean, and and it was. It's it's interesting to think about. The, I'm sure you saw the clips of the Trump supporters in two different states. I think it was, uh, what is it, Pennsylvania and Arizona, where you have one group saying, 
stop the count, stop the count. And then the other group saying, count the votes, count the votes. So they don't and these know are, what they're doing. These are like thousands of Trump supporters literally saying the exact opposite thing. And I, I think to myself, like, is this is this where we are as a nation right now? I don't – I mean, uh, Trump is going to get the second most votes for a presidential candidate in American history. And the only one who beat him is Joe Biden. But he still got the most votes of any presidential candidate. It's it's I mean, people showed up for him. People people wanted to vote for him, and it was very 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 close. It's yeah. it's a it's a it's a weird world we're living in right now. It's like reality and alternative reality. Hopefully, we uh, we've been living in an alternative reality for the last four years. I really hope that we can shift that back to reality at least for four more years. I think years. it can happen. I hope so. I uh, d- I watched – did you see uh, – I think it's Netflix or there was one on YouTube. There, oh, Netflix I think had one of the explained episodes for uh, – Vox. College yeah. And Vox also – yeah, Vox and then – They're on Netflix, yeah. Uh, maybe it was the bo- that, that one that did both. And then there was one on YouTube that I saw about – oh, it about – it was made really – it was made like – in a second because it talked about uh the last four states i think and it already said how biden was the president-elect so it was like made yesterday you know what i'm saying? like they pumped it out real quick but it's like it's cool because those are like you know six or seven minutes they're real quick and they make things really simple and i like the you know colors and pictures they use <laughs> dude don't we but all love those down. colors and pictures yeah they absolutely. explain everything they explain everything in such a simple manner i knew i loved it when they sh- when they would teach you about cricket and i was like every question that i had in my head right when i thought of the question they then explained it i was like oh this is fucking awesome man yeah i will say that uh with the the detail during this election of literally tracking second by second everything that was coming in i learned about so many counties in so many different states that it's like fuck i like i i educated myself kind of just by the the um observation of uh of this whole process but yeah i never i never i never really knew anything about maricopa county in arizona but now i know everything about maricopa county what's the significance of it it's uh i don't know anything i I just know they they're just spitting out news all the time like i just can't watch it i just need no i know there there, there's too many data points i love data i love taking in all the statistics and analysis so that's why on it was uh friday night no it was actually i think it was thursday night i went to bed after listening to there's um the statistical uh organization called 538 i don't know if you've heard of them nate silver 538 they do stats and stuff like that they're they're probably the the most well regarded analysts of of statistical analysis not just politics sports stuff like that um and they on their podcast and they wouldn't say this without having certainty that they said Joe Biden is going to be the president on it was late on Thursday and so i finally on thursday night ended up getting a restful night's sleep like they they know, they know what they're talking about they understand that right. and so for them to say the trajectory and stuff like that pennsylvania's going to flip georgia's probably going to flip arizona might flip back to donald trump still could but Nevada um also going for Biden so yeah it's uh 
I can't wait for all the data to come in once everything is accounted for. That's like wild, dude. You know the I mean the amount uh, the highest turnout percentage election in 120 years I think. More people voted in this election than any other election for the last 120 years. What's the how many? What's the total number of people that voted? What is it? it it's, I mean, it's something like uh, 100, 100 and, 140 <laughs> ish. I mean, I I don't know the exact. It, it constantly is going up. We're looking at 150. We're looking at uh, a 70 percent voter turnout for all people who are registered to vote. Over 70 percent of people cast a ballot. That's, I mean, that's oh, wow. that's democracy, dude. What has it been in the past? Normally, it hovers between 55 and 60 percent. Out of a, a country of 300-plus million people, you know, we're, that's a pretty yeah. substantial amount. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. Uh, but then, of course, I've got, I've got to deal with uh, traveling to Pennsylvania and uh, through Pennsylvania and then into New Jersey in within the next week or so. To do my wedding out in Jersey. Oh yeah, you're, dude. Just trust me, bro. Just wear a mask and take an airplane, dude. Driving. That's so. That's such a Midwestern thing, dude. That's that, that's one thing that I never liked doing unless I was with my friends in college or we're doing a road trip. But like driving by myself or like driving somewhere with like your family and people getting in arguments and you, it's like, dude. Don't do that, dude. Just take the airplane, bro. I'm going by so myself. What am I? What am I gonna do? Argue with myself? I could do that. Dude, I probably will do that. You do the mask. Bring sanitizer with you so you can use it after you put your shoes in like the buckets. You know what I'm saying? Bring. You have the sanitizer and uh, chill on the plane. Which? Oh my god, goodness! Did I ever tell you that when I on okay? So on my way to Chicago from LAX. I was in my business class seat. Yeah, buddy. Awesome. On the 787, mm-hmm. which is an international plane, and they were just flying it from LAX to Chicago. It was fucking awesome. There was, like, nobody on the plane. It was, like, dead in both business and, like, the cabin. And then on my way back to LAX, dude, I fucking had to sit in co. I mean, this. <laughs> you <laughs> little entitled little I bitch. In, All right. I had to sit in coach. I, we've had this conversation, dude. I Once know. you go first class or business, like you can't go back, dude. <laughs> you can't go back. And I've done it enough times over the last, my entire life. Right? Yeah. My entire life. I've every, every now and then we'll get that seat. And, uh, yeah. I had to sit middle seat, which wouldn't be as bad if I could just get to sit the aisle. But dude, the cabin was packed. It was a full house. And I'm like, what is going on? Because, I'm in the middle seat. There's two people right fucking next to me. COVID, COVID, COVID. Like, okay, you got your mask on, but they're still five inches away from my left and right. And then we have a little aisle that's, you know, 12, inch, uh, 12 inches in width. And then another three seats that are all filled. Wow. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. If I got to do the six feet apart thing all the time, I want space in my fucking airplane. But if we're going to pack the planes, like – then what the like what is going on that well and don't forget too right thanksgiving is a couple of weeks away people are going to be doing holiday travel airports are going to be packed i mean it's just not a good time to try and travel by air because it's going to start ramping up probably about the time that i i would plan to head out there 
Um, but yeah, and then and then heading back to because the wedding is on the twentieth, so that's uh what is that? That's a uh, uh, Saturday, I believe. Friday, Saturday. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I should probably know. I just don't. Uh, but yeah, I I think to myself, well, trying to get back to Chicago from New York or New Jersey, not worth it. Like I'll I'll. I'll will suffer I'll suffer the cost of driving through, but you know dealing dealing with uh, holiday traffic because now now we're getting to that point where you know you gotta. What about snow? Uh, we're looking good. We're actually we're up to uh, like sixty five degrees right now in Chicago. Beautiful beautiful oh, nice. weather the past couple of days and the next week or two likely look to be. Dude, it was Pasta. freezing here yesterday. It was like sixty degrees. <laughs> Six between. I think it was. Do you just like irritating me by saying stuff like that, dude? But it's okay. So get this. I was telling uh, people like it's different here. Like sixty-five degrees here is freezing. Sixty-five degrees back in Glen Ellen is awesome, and I don't know what it is, but it's just like, ugh, it's so cold. It's so freaking cold. My uh, my grandmother likes to tell the story about how when moving from Connecticut down to Florida that it took them probably about a year but their like their their blood like flow and stuff like that changed living down in warmer climates their their physiological yeah. biology ended up shifting over time and now when they go to cold states because their body has adapted to the warm climate it becomes untenable, and they they can't yeah. be in in cold climates. So I'm I'm gonna hang on to the Midwest or possibly the East Coast as long as I can because I want to stay resilient. I want to stay flexible. It sucks going to warm states though because I still sweat like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, I love I love it's warm. the worst. Warm, yeah. But yeah, it's freezing out here. The sun is out. But it rained a little bit in the middle of the night, so that was kind of cool. You know, you know what the uh, analogy was for the five thirty eight Nate Silver uh, projection that was saying that. What was it? It was well, okay. So first of all, they predicted that Biden had a ninety percent chance of winning, and they said, however, that's the same percentage chance that it's going to rain in L.A. on any given day because. Proportionally, there's about 10% of days where rain happens in L.A., and I, I found that uh, kind of appropriate, <laughs> considering that you're yeah. you're living there right now, and uh, you experience rain every once in a while, you know, 10% of the time. But it's likely. rare. It's more in the winter, but for the, I mean, I don't think it rained. I can't remember the last time it rained. Well, you figure. I mean... You know, nine nine out of ten days is going to be sunny or not rainy. You got that. Yeah. You got that one day out of every couple of weeks. It's kind. Of, it's nice though when it rains. It's like everyone stops and is like, "Wow, it's rainy." <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude. When I first moved here, I noticed that too. Like, hey guys, like that was like the news of the day. Look, it's raining, guys. It's raining. And then you look. Tough story. It never happened. So people stop and watch for a little bit. <laughs> it's like uh it's like when people see snow for the first time who have lived in the south their entire lives and see snow like the joy on their face like they all they've seen is uh images of of what snow actually is and now they get to experience it their so, perception is their perception is that uh 
of a child. It's it's a bit illusory because they don't know the other side of the coin, which is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> you know, like it's it's awesome when it first happens. Depending on the temperature, it can it can it's awesome for like twenty four hours, right, or however long. But then the aftermath, it's either it gets really fucking cold, and it freezes into ice, or it gets really warm and everything gets wet and soggy for several days. Oh yeah, like it's a trade off for sure. Yeah. Well, and and then heading out to because obviously with like COVID spiking and stuff like that, I had a converse. Oh man. Well, okay. So the the only frustration with the like I said before, the wedding having 150 people there, it's going to be less than 150. It's probably going to be closer to 110, 120, something like that. Um that I've had obviously as the wedding's approaching, I've had conversations with the br- the the groom and bride and tried to reassure them. However, it's not them who need reassuring. It's the mother of the yes. groom and the aunt, so the sister of the mother of the groom, uh, who are basically more or less freaking out right now when it comes <laughs> to uh, not knowing whether or not Jersey is going to shut down again and they're going to have to cancel the reservation or whatever. The Both the... the the couple said that they're going to get married on that day regardless. So I think the the anxiety level there is very, very high. But <laughs> we talked this past week, and they wanted me to Zoom or Facebook chat live into the... They were having a, a reception with the wedding party and all the relatives and family members, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, an interesting experience because I, I did get a chance to meet all the people who were a part of the, the wedding party and stuff like that. But then afterwards, the groom asked me, can you talk to my mother and my aunt to just alleviate any concerns? And so I talked to them. It's not long. It's probably about five minutes, seven minutes, something like that, where I talked to them. It's like, Okay, what's going on? How, how's how's stuff going? I mean, what's your anxiety level like? Because I talked to the mother on the phone about five days earlier, and she was saying that her anxiety level was super, super high. I said, okay, well, you know, when when we talked before, we, you know, I, I knew that your anxiety level was high. How's, how's that going right now? And she says, well, you know, my, my anxiety level was pr- was pretty high, but then after I talked to you, it went down a little bit. I said, well, what is it now? And she said, way, <laughs> way higher. So if you can't see, I, I was holding my my hand at, yeah, like, midsection and then it went over my head. <laughs> that level, it just it, it goes all the way above his head. So the anxiety is only getting greater, and so the the best way that I could try to <laughs> I was like well what's causing it and obviously it's going to be COVID and and the uncertainty as to what the the government's going to do the state government's going to do when it comes to restrictions stuff like that and after <laughs> it was like you know what it's it's a beautiful thing for all of you to come to this place you all have survived COVID there was I think there was somebody in their family who had gotten COVID or had the antibodies from COVID. So there was, uh, you know, some risk and stuff like that that's going on. But for me, I was just trying to reassure them, it's it's going to be okay. 
it's going to be okay. Uh, regardless of the situations that we deal with, that, you know, if, it, if it's meant to be, you know, God will provide. And so, I don't know. I mean, the best I can do is, is try and, and reassure people who have that type of anxiety. It, it's, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard, especially if you're a mother or, a um, relative who is really invested in this wedding to be like, we don't know if everyone's going to be able to show up because this is going to be the culmination of years of a relationship. And right. it might not, it might have to be changed literally with, within 24, 48 hours. You never know. So right. yeah, I had, I head into that with, uh, a certain level of, I don't know, um, openness. Have you had this thing where with the time change that you're getting up like an hour earlier? Because normally, yeah, I mean, I don't know if my biological clock is still trying to catch up to where I'm at right now. I keep waking up at like seven o'clock in the morning. And it's like, probably even when the sun comes up, even when right? I want to sleep. Well, yeah, probably. But I mean, I have shades and stuff like that. So it's not, yeah. I mean, but just biological clock wise, I, I feel like I keep waking up an hour to an hour and a half earlier than I did before. <laughs> not related to the election either. I think that it was just, it's just, I haven't adapted yet. And I forgot how frustrating it is. Uh, I want to sleep in or whatever, so I'll go to bed mm-hmm. at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning, something like that. But then wake up at six thirty-seven in the morning. It's like, <laughs> oh man, come on! I just want to sleep in. I want to sleep in during the weekends. I, you know, if That's I if I don't have ministry like, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like shit. I just need an extra couple hours of sleep, but I can't go back to sleep, and it's seven thirty in the morning, and it's like that's not good. It's not gonna happen until at least the afternoon it, it is brutal oh. it is freaking brutal my friend that's how i felt today a little bit when i woke up it's like shit i went to bed at like maybe two or something like that or two oh god I, okay. I woke up at i woke up at like eight thirty. but i woke up and i was just like uh sucks that's why i was still a little bit before right before the scheduled podcast time I was like i do not want to do this See, <laughs> the fun part was that I <laughs> I had it on my phone, so I have the alert go off like an hour before. I'm like, I'm not going to text Victor. I'm going to let him text me. <laughs> if he doesn't text me, we're just not going to record today. <laughs> so. I forgot about it. In my head, I, was, I forgot about it. And then I remembered when I was uh, on my way to get Gatorade from CVS. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to do the stream. And I was like, Fuck, it's in an hour. Like, uh, I just need today to just chill out. I know. But then I smoked a bowl and I felt way better. And now I'm like energized to like tackle the day. Like, so I'm, I'm really happy because I had a huge turnaround and I feel really good and positive right now just to get shit done. Have you, have you checked outside? How's the, how's the celebratory nature of your I area? I've not been outside now? yet, but I'll let you know. Cause I'm definitely going to be driving around in West Hollywood today. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine everything's kind of calmed down at this point. I think people are st- yeah, it's just it's uh, it's I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Can't believe what? That Joe Biden is going to be the president. <laughs> I'm still I'm still processing that myself too. I feel you. <sighs> yeah. 
because even like poly, like for for anyone listening we've had this conversation before where it's like i don't care what your opinions are like i understand that their opinion like no one's opinions are more valid than anyone else's they're all just opinions right so but politics aside because i've said that there's things that i like and dislike about both major parties but politics aside like we, we cannot have a child be in the pre- have the presidency like the dude is just not professional the dude is just not fucking professional and has no respect for the office like it's pretty much forget anything and everything else but that pretty much sums it up yeah like we just need to have somebody else in there and part of, part of the problem where because it was so close is that people don't hear that like people people who tune people in do what they want to hear they yeah yes i i think that pretty much sums it up right people hear what they want to hear and i'm sure the same thing is going to be true for the biden presidency like obama had some pretty shitty issues when it came to like um illegal immigration and uh drone strikes and stuff like that you know i mean you can focus on that and it becomes just this this escalating antagonism towards the other side i think what people need to do is just open their minds i mean as as bland of a candidate as joe biden is he cares about people he'll listen i mean come on when in the entire trump presidency has he listened to people and acted the only time and this was i think in his first year when there was that um genocidal behavior i can't remember if it was the middle east or wherever it was where his daughter ivanka came in and said there were there are children being gunned down in the streets this is horrible but it was only because of his daughter that he expressed some sort of sympathy and then quickly reversed that when he realized that the person who was doing that was very much like trump himself it's like we just need some some decency like and not to worry about what the president is saying every single day my god i certainly hope the news business goes out of you know they they end up closing their shop because it joe biden's presidency is going to be super boring it's he's not going to be tweeting every day i'm excited for that i am so excited not to have to worry about whatever the fuck is you know is going through the mind of the commander of chief of the entire united states i saw did you see uh there was a clip on i think it was cnn i don't remember the guy's name but he was talking about the the election and he started crying because he's like because i had a i had a privileged uh uh white person moment when cuz i i think i mentioned before i was like dude if trump gets reelected like i'm not going to lose any sleep i'm just going to go with the flow like whatever and then i hear this guy talking and i was like oh my goodness like shit like he there's stuff that's running through his mind that it that makes him terrified of like the world and how uh trump being president and i just had a moment where i was like oh my goodness like this like for me it doesn't there's not a huge difference in quality of life but for other people it's like their livelihood at stake and they you can tell when you're watching these interviews it's like they they feel like they have their their life back and and that was kind of the thing too that i talked with my my friend from ga where you know i told him at the end of the conversation right you know tried to keep it 
relatively, you know, he, he's, he loves Trump, loves, loves Trump and was super depressed, um, that Trump wouldn't, will, would, and this was, I think on Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that, that he called me. And I was thinking to myself, man, I feel like there is a certain element of, uh, pain for those who have benefited from his presidency. White males, white straight males, middle middle class-ish or whatever. And I, I was thinking to myself, I'm I'm that person, right? If he's reelected, what harm is it gonna cause me? I'm I'm the least likely to have an issue. You know, I'm I'm not gonna have an abortion. <laughs> I'm not gonna get gay married. Like I'm not like all these different things. It's not going to affect me. It's it literally at the at the very least it's going to benefit me. So to yeah I don't know I mean it's it's a weird dynamic because for me it goes against my own personal self interest. But as a Christian, I think of the care for all and the desire to create the kingdom of heaven on earth, uh, which means lifting people up who are not and who do not look like us. I mean, that's that's part of the reason why why I find joy is you know, there are other people who can get a chance and that's really all it takes. Humanity. Wow. I just wanted to give a few moments to that. Great great way to end the podcast. Great note right there. Well said. I'm not even going to say anything. Until next time. Yeah, until next time. Thank <laughs> you.